أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إذا جاء نصر الله والفتح ورعيت الناس يدخلون في دين الله عفواجا فسبح بحمد ربك واستغفر إنه كان توابا بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله السمد لم يلد ولم يلد ولم يقل له كفوا أحد صدق الله العظيم The matter that is top of mind for me is um, uh, is this um, horrible video uh, that um, has gone viral of uh, a police raid of a tiny masjid in Kumati Puerto. Yesterday, I'm assuming it was for Juma, and it was a, not a very big gathering. Maybe there were twenty people in the gathering, but um, and I'm assuming that but they, they were illegal. But um, that was um, it was uh, an image that was uh, uh, reminiscent of the worst of the days of apartheid. There was is. A booted policeman stormed into the masjid boots and all, shouting at people, telling them to lie down, insulting the deen, insulting the Rasul Um It is a truly upsetting uh, piece of uh, cinematography. And it has gone viral. And uh, I dare say... <coughs> I've played my own little part in that. And, and you know, the reason why, uh, I mean, you'll be aware that I'm, I very rarely um, let myself uh, go down a political alley because I do think it's generally a waste of time. But this particular instance... Uh, what brings it to the fore is that we, we're kind of in a, in a cusp place with our current crisis. Um, where the, uh, 
the, the, on the one hand, there's this potential of a truly collaborative possibility, uh, which the virus is, the coronavirus is enabling. It's kind of people are talking to each other. We have connections with people throughout the world. Uh, we have an ongoing conversation with people. Um, and we really are finding our common humanity, our Ubuntu, as we call it in South Africa. And this is a wonderful thing, and I, I'm, I pray that Allah enables us to be at a completely different place as a species after this. Unfortunately, on the other side to that, there's this, um, there's this dark sort of underbelly of repression that's just sitting under the surface. We've seen a couple of examples since the lockdown in this country of this, particularly the police and the army behaving in ways that are actually just reprehensible. You know, the, the man being beaten to death in Alex uh, a couple of weeks ago by the, the army and this thing now in Kamati Port. And there have been several incidences like this. I think at the beginning of the lockdown, it was amazing that uh, more people died <laughs> from police action to contain the virus than more people died from the virus. That was, um, that's only South Africans can do that. We were very good at doing that sort of thing. So there's this, there's this underside, this, 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 um, there's a hint of a truly repressive possibility. And I think that there are times when one has to put your pennies worth into trying to govern the mass of where we're going in the right direction. And so when something is as blatant as this, we really do need to speak out. We cannot not say something. Um, because this, we're in such a golden opportunity as a species. And um, uh, uh, let's not end up at the end of this in a place which is again um, sort of reminiscent of the repressive past. I mean, it's, you know, one of the things the virus is making possible is a rewriting of the social contract. That was really apparent right from the start that even in places like America that has no ill feeling or no discomfort rather about their own homeless, they were concerned about their homeless. We're concerned about the homeless in this country. There's thousands of people in Pretoria normally on the street and now being given a place to stay. So there's been this, this growth of humanity. And, um, but I think we need to make sure that that po is the possibility that comes out of this and not its underside, not its underbelly. Um, and that doesn't mean to say that we need to all become terrible revolutionaries and burn down the system. It's not actually about burning down the system because the, I think that the establishment is biased in the right direction. We must just make sure that it pitches affirmatively and doesn't end up in this kind of repressive hole which I think it may and could. Because we have to understand that the distinction between virtue and vice is alive within each individual human soul. 
I mean, we're, we're enjoined as Muslims to command what is right and to forbid what is wrong. That's actually part of our deen. With the understanding that we do, we don't exist as individuals, we do exist in community. And in community, we are also at some level, we carry a responsibility to be helpful to each other. You know, there's a, uh, so there's, um, there's, uh, there's Jordan Peterson has picked up a theme on a number of occasions. Um, which is really a Jungian, Jungian theme. And it is this understanding that there's no such thing as angels or devils with human beings. Actually, every human being is both. The, the distinction between the diabolical and the divine runs right through the middle of each one of us. Each one of us have a devil and we've got an angel inside of us. And surely... Part of what keeps the devil at bay is that we admonish him. And we admonish our, ourselves and we admonish each other. So one of the things that Jordan Peterson um, makes, a big, uh, uh, makes a big issue of is this idea, how do, you account for, how do you account for the fact that phenomena like the Soviet Union, Mao's China, or indeed uh, the Third Reich, the Nazi Reich, could have happened. It required, en masse, for good people to do nothing. Otherwise, it couldn't have happened. And by good people doing nothing, they actually collaborated in establishing an illegitimate status quo. So, so, what I'm saying is that this distinction between good and evil that runs through the middle of each one of us, we make a vote for the evil part of ourselves by not acting on the good when the good demands for us to speak out. Hmm. You know, the, the democracy that we have in this country is a very hard one thing, and one can throw lots of rocks at it. It's certainly not perfect. There's good, lots of iniquities and... Um, whatever. But the, it is certainly an advance from where we were. And where we were was jackboots and dogs. We must be damn careful we don't end up with jackboots and dogs again. You know, that the virus is an excuse for really clumsy and uh, 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 how can I put it? Um, ignorant people. Because that's what they are. I mean, anybody who runs with a group of women and men with jackboots uh, into a, a masjid and shouts at people uh, to lie down, I mean, this is just ignorant. Yeah. You can't allow that to be, to be the fruit of this, this period. We've got to insist that it's got to be more than that, which means we need to find out about these events and speak out against them. We cannot tolerate this. To, to tolerate, to, to not speak out against something which is flagrantly unacceptable over there means you 
are quite comfortable, or you, you, it's worse than that, you are hiding the fact that there's something flagrantly unacceptable over here. You're putting a lid on it. You're refusing to look at it. So it seems to me that our watchword has to be compassion and kindness and empathy. And we need to be informed by a deep spirit of, con of compassion with whatever we do. But sometimes it does require us for to go and get the nduga around the corner here. <coughs> you can't do this. This is not acceptable. And we must all be willing to do that. Because if the few good men aren't willing to do that, then the monsters are going to, uh, they're going to have a field day. Allah grant us the to him. grant us annihilation in him. Amen. grant us death before we die. In Allah, how am I going to serve you in the day? Yeah, you are the name of the Lord. You are the name of Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin Abdika wa Rasulika Nabirin wa ala Alihi wa Sahbihi wa Sayyidin Tasnima. سبحان ربك رب العزة وما يصفون والسلام على رسول الله الحمد لله رب العالمين